Check my breath. Is it bad enough for you? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of Roleplay Tavern. I think, I think so. Yeah, I think I messed it up and I put 12 twice. I'm not quite sure. We forget. Thanks. <laughs> Apologize. I think it's right now, though. Yeah, it should be right. Um, Last week, I don't think we did a show because we were both sick and raiding and such. But... Mostly sick. Yeah, mostly sick. I think Lauren lost her voice. Oh, that was horrible. I, I lost my voice for two weeks, and, um, like, for guild officer meetings and stuff, it was miserable. I couldn't even speak up my opinions or anything. I couldn't speak at all. Thankfully, it's back. Yay, slash cheer. <laughs> yep. All right, you can go first, then. But... <laughs> Uh, well, the first thing I did was I did an interview with a guild. Now, this guild I was very, very impressed with. They contacted me, one of their members, an officer, and they told me a little bit about their guild. And then I went and got on their Ventrilo server one night with them, made a level 10 character, and went around with them. They, The really cool thing about this is they're on an RP PvP server. When I think of roleplay and I think of PvP, I think of two very different things. But to them, it's all one in the same. And I didn't get a chance to meet that guild because they at least scheduled the meeting. I had Karzan, so I'm sorry I didn't be able to make it. <laughs> it's okay. We had a lot of fun. But the name of the guild is the Keepers of Stromgard, and I pronounced it right. Sorry, I mess it up all the time. And they're on the Venture Company server. And uh, so I went over there, and it's RP PvP. So what they do is they defend Stromgard over in Arathi, which is, of course, contested territory, and you're automatically flagged because it's PvP. So what they do in their free time is they patrol Stromgard. See, I told you I'd mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> they patrol Stromgard and keep the Horde from doing their quest. They don't gank, they don't do any of that outside of Stromgard, but they do make it impossible. Now, the really cool thing about this is they've got a couple of guilds sides that are against them and sit there and come and attack them and try to take over Stromgard. They PvP it, they roleplay it out, their storyline is how they protect Stromgard. There's, they have a couple of other alliance side guilds that they can call on for help that are also roleplay guilds. They do not require you to roleplay. They keep um, guild chat open, you know, out of character so that they have they can also have just regular PvPers, but most of them roleplay. And overall, I think it's just really cool. Um, and it looks like they have a lot of fun. We didn't see a whole lot of Horde the night I was there, 
but we still had a blast. I had such a good time sitting on their event server with them and talking with them. No comment? I'm still listening. <laughs> um, now, is there a certain, like, what's the population of the guild? Oh, darn, I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember off the top of my head. Six years, um... But it's not a small guild, it's not like, it's more than like 15 members. It's a pretty big guild. Less than a hundred, I want to say, though. That's not too bad. But, um, they're, they're a pretty tight-knit group. Like, well, like a lot of roleplay, um, guilds are, though, they're very, they're kind of small, pretty tight-knit. Um, when I asked what their requirements were, you know, stay in the guild, their role, they said their only rule was, is their call to arms. If in guild chat, someone cries out for a call to arms, you have to go to Stromgard if you're not in an instance. Mm. And go help defend if the Horde are attacking. Now, if you're in an instance, they don't want you dropping unless, you know, it's all guildies and you're all going. That way, they don't get a bad reputation for dropping out of instances and that kind of stuff. But if you're not in an instance, they ask that if you can, you show up, and that way they can help defend against the Horde. And then that's the only requirement in game was that you show up and you do your part of defending and you do patrols when you're asked to. What's the level range? Is it more 15 under? Is it more 60 to 70 kind of thing? Well, a lot of them are 70. They said when BC came out that a lot of them pushed to 70 because the Horde were pushing to 70. So they kind of had to keep up. But really, they take, I noticed they have a couple of low members, they have some medium members. They don't really require anything level-wise, but they do have some 70s there. So, but that's, you know, not everybody who's there, you know, they don't require that at all. So do they, Which is do they raid, or is it all strictly instance, role-play, PvP kind of thing? It's pretty much role-play, PvP. They're not big enough, really, for raiding, mm. but, you know... Like raiding, they really do is keeping defense up against strong guard and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's really interesting. They said, "Oh, uh, go on. Go it's alright. Go on." Um, if Arathi is being attacked, sometimes they'll go help Arathi out. Um, refugee point. Sorry, I couldn't get the word out there. Um, for the place. If refugee point is under attack, they'll go and try to help out refugee point too. And they, they pretty much make it impossible for the Horde to do their strong guard quests. And the other thing I asked them about, I said, how do you deal with the Alliance who are there, who are, you know, asking, can you help me with this quest? Can you... They said they pretty much, they're, they're pretty strict about saying, I'm only here to protect you. If the Horde's attacking you, I'll help, but I'm not going to do your quest for you. I see. So it's strictly pretty much your PvPing or your improving your character sort of thing. Yeah, but I think it's cool because they sit around, they go on patrols around Stromgard, and they defend Stromgard, and they role play. Now, like I said, they don't require role play, but pretty much everybody I talked to role played, and they, you know, um, I just think that's cool that you can sit there and you're PvPing and you're role playing the whole thing, and it's part of your storyline. They said there's another guild that um, their home is up in the Alliance town in Hinterlands can't think of the name off the top of my head. I can't either. I seem to say that a night. But, um, you know, th 
around that server, there's a couple of guilds that have chosen towns or places in the game that are constantly have hoard up against them. They've chosen that as their home and they defend it. And I think that's a really cool way to roleplay. So like other certain role players and that sort of thing, they don't just necessarily go and sit in towns or inns and taverns. Do they totally avoid that or do they just keep all of their roleplay oh, up in no, Stormguard? No, they still roleplay just like Weed Town or when they're questing and that kind of stuff. But the big part of their storyline as a guild, their storyline is based around Stromgard. And they have their own, you know, they all know the lore of Stromgard and they have their own history there and they have their own website where you can look at the lore. So it's pretty cool. And that is the guild storyline as being part of the guild, but they all have their individual characters and their individual storylines and they still sit around town and quest and that kind of stuff. So it's basically an addition to your normal roleplay. You get to roleplay and you get to PvP. Now, do they take their, is there PvP in Battlegrounds? Do they do a lot of PvP in the Battlegrounds sort of thing? Or is it, once again, just all PvP up in Stormguard? As far as I know, it's all up in Stormguard. So you said Stormguard. I got I, it right. I can't Sorry. say it. <laughs> I'm not going to try. It's okay. You have no idea how many times on Ben I messed up. And I'm like, oh, I did it again. Kind of thing. Um, I, you know, I didn't think to ask, but I'm sure they do their own PvP and Battlegrounds if they choose to. Because, like me, I like Battlegrounds and I like PvP, but sometimes I'm running Battlegrounds, sometimes I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure that's pretty individual. I didn't hear anything of, as far as them doing it as a guild. Yeah, that's something, is that when people think about roleplay PvP... Some people get the impression that it's Altrek Valley, Rathay Basin sort of thing. But PvP is player versus player. So, like, I'm saying it's player versus player, not just you queue up and you do so-and-so. Yeah. It's really different because it's PvP server. Um, I asked them if they had did Spy's Horde side, and they said no because... You know, on a normal roleplay server, you can create both Alliance and Horde, but on a PvP, you cannot. So, and none of them really dual box, multi-box, so they don't really go and spy in Horde side, and they don't jump back and forth. So it's kind of cool because they don't just PvP in Battlegrounds, they PvP out in the zones, in the areas, and they've turned it into their own kind of little storyline and everything, and I... To me, that's just really cool that they can do that. Yeah, that's one thing that people have to remember is that on a roleplay RP PvP server is that you can't roll Horde and Alliance on the same server. That you pick one or the yeah, other. So once you've chosen, you've chosen, unless you go back and delete all your characters. And very people. I mean, that's not a bad thing, though. No, it depends. Like. If I wanted to, say, go roll Horde, which I already did, but on my main server, I wouldn't delete my level 70 to play Horde. I have two accounts, and I use both my accounts. And I don't like to double box when I'm role playing. It depends on what computer I'm on, but I get a ton of lag 
because I have two screens up and I'm having to switch between screens. And sometimes it'll mess up or it gets laggy and I'll have long pauses. So it all really depends on how good your internet is, I should say. Yeah. But most of them don't multi-box. They just, they're alliance side. They love the alliance and they role play it and they defend and PvP and have a good time doing it. Yeah, it sounds like a really fun guild, so I have to still go check it out. I promise I'll be over there as soon as I can. Probably not tomorrow, though. Let's have cars in again. <laughs> nice. But that's pretty much it. They were a really cool guild, and despite a lot of PvP action, I was very, very impressed by everybody who I talked to. A lot of the members got on bent and met with me, and I just asked questions and talked with them, and just had a really good time overall. So it's definitely pe something people should um, check out. Oh, the other thing I forgot is their application process. Very important. <laughs> yes, I did ask about that. And they said basically you go and you apply. And you have to do an interview with one of their officer. They have an officer rank. Um, it's of course not called officer. But you have to have an interview with them before you're let in. Because some people... It really takes a certain kind of person to like that kind of guild. And, uh, well, that's what they told me. And I pretty much agree with that because, you know, it's not like a PvP guild while you're in Battlegrounds. Because when people think of PvP and RP, it's, it's not what you normally think of. So it really takes a certain kind of player to like that kind of guild. So they do do an interview process. But it's pretty simple. But I think the fact that they interview is really great because you really should know the people who you're going to be walking around patrolling with and having to fight the horde and have these battles. And I know from my PvP server days that it's really important to know what the person is like before you start PvPing with them. Yeah, are they? It really helps. Are they a full-time roleplay guild? Um, most of them, most of the members roleplay, but they don't require roleplay, so I wouldn't say that the guild itself is full-time roleplay, because they do not require roleplay, like in guild chat and that kind of stuff. So it's more, have to role play more to medium. medium. Yeah, I would say light to medium. I think on their site it says medium, if I'm correct. And about the interview process thing is that I think that it's a really great way how to more get into the people get the more role playish feel of you. Is that one guild I'm working sort of <laughs> on getting into is that you have to go to one of their meetings, you have to request to meet with the elder of the guild and he interviews you, he asks you about yourself, your views on the horde that sort of thing, and you just don't join the guild right away after they, um, what's the word, after they interview you, you have to wait and you have to interact with the guild members, you have to get to know people more, you have to, you know, so the whole guild has to have more role-playish feel of you, and you just don't get in after, say, a week, it'll sometimes take up to a week or a month or two to get into that guild, but there's quite a few 70s, so they don't require a like a really high level, but they don't want, say, level five trying to get in, so to speak. Yeah. Well, they're pretty open as long as you do the interview. 
and I think it's great. Like I said, I had a lot of fun sitting on vent with them and everything. It was just a blast. Yes, I love where it's fun to sit there and talk to people because some interviews where they're boring, you're just kind of wanting to get out really quick. <laughs> but I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely have to go check them out at some point. All right, are you moving on? Yep, let's move on. All right, so I found this really, really cool site. And... I got it from a person who plays on the Earth and Ring server, and they were in a full-time roleplay guild that sort of just dropped. But he referred me to this site, which is called Dramatis Persona. Wait, Persona. Yes, I got it right. Dramatis Persona. And I had to get help pronouncing that, so thanks to Randy from the instance for giving me a little drill on how to pronounce that right. But what Dramatis Persona is is it's an online role-playing association, and it's more of an open internet forum-based community, which it says on the site. And about this is that they sort of sit there, and Dramatis Persona means, like, call sheet. Like, when you're in a play, you sort of have a call sheet or of, like, the people who are in the play sort of thing. And so... You have to role-play for one thing, but what they say is that role-play is something that you either enjoy or you don't, and there's no point trying to convert non-role-players, which I think is very true. So they also say that it should be fun and it's volunteer voluntary. And they have Jamatis person members who refer to themselves as DPers, are devoted, immersed role-players, who do more than casual or part-time and can probably meet all their needs in any number of roleplay guilds. And they go on explaining about what is a member, and a member is somebody who has introduced themselves or herself on the forums under a dedicated username that isn't tied to any particular character. They have read and understood their roleplay standards, standards of conduct, and agreed that they are good to strive for. And what makes them different is what they say is that join a roleplay guild or don't, you don't have to. And this is something that's entirely different. And to move on is that their standards are something that it applies to the site, but I think that it applies to role play in general. And once that decides to load, I can read them. Let's see. Their standards are, one, is that your character is not a tune is that when you roleplay, your character is a person with his or her own temperament, dreams, fears, and quirks. Roleplaying means seeing through the eyes of your character, even if he is not currently speaking, and seeing the world as he would see it, not simply using him as a tool by which you can experience a computer game. The point of roleplay is to create emotion in those who are roleplaying with you, not just yourself. Laughter, suspense, joy, chills, and even tears if you're really good. Blizzard lore is a canon. With that agreement on the basics, roleplay can go nowhere. So learn your world and be aware of your surroundings. You can get in with lore in our lore library. Roleplay is ensemble effort with no stars. Unlike most fantasy fiction, which is hero-based, think heroes or lost rather than supernatural or Buffy. Don't try to make yourself automatically special by the virtue of a chosen one type backstory. Earn respect and attention through your character's actions instead. Don't only do what your character would do, even if it means that 
there are certain characters you can just never roleplay or group with. Your character does not have to be friends with anyone's character. However, remember to be polite, OOC, even if your character is being rude. Show, don't tell. Don't announce your character's thoughts and feelings. Show them through dialogue, facial expressions, and other means that your characters can realistically observe. For example, Fubar furrows his brow and glares at Deviant rather than Fubar thinks Deviant is pushing her luck. Um, then their conduct standards are that creative, Dramatis Persona is a community of writers, actors, fantasy fans, and storytellers. We play WoW as a backdrop for storytelling, de-emphasizing power gaming and gear, taking our time and really getting to know the world our characters live in. We value people who can turn a phrase, come up with story ideas, create memorable characters, and entertain us with humor and pathos, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. Consistent, we know that rules and stability are important to make a fantasy universe feel real. For this reason, we adhere adamantly to the lore, history, or culture given in the games we play. We value those who create backstories for their characters that blend seamlessly into the world we're already familiar with. We also create, we also value consistency in real life, delivering what you promise and sticking around long term. Tearful, Dramatis Persona is meant to be a refuge from the stressfuls of life. While we don't expect everyone to be in a good mood every day, positive attitude and good-natured humor are, lightly in, are highly encouraged in all of our forms. We value those who notice the one good thing instead of ten bad things about game mechanics, a fellow player, or storyline. Caring. DP is the most tightly-knit virtual communities of role players out there. We all care about each other, visit in real life when possible, provide virtual support during tough real-life times, and celebrate each other's personal victories. We value those who put others before themselves, who consider themselves friends, and who lend a helping hand in both in-game and real life. Sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah. I haven't checked into a whole lot from what I've seen. Yeah, it seems like the site, it's pretty much a role player's refuge, and I took more a look about it. And they also actually have a call sheet sort of thing where you go on and you look and you pick a server and your allegiance side, and they actually have a list of role players who are on your server and where they're on and that sort of thing. So it looked really cool. Then they go on and they have a character creation guide. <laughs> My voice is cracked. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Step one is race. Human, troll, dwarf. What's your character's heritage? Step two, their class. Step three, their description. <laughs> Step four, character diamond. Your character's unique and unchanging temperament. Step five, backstory. How did your character come to be who he or she is? Um, <laughs> let's see. Then they go on, and they actually have a Warcraft, Warcraft lore section. Where they go on, and it goes, Welcome to our World of Warcraft lore site. It says, Find Blizzard's lore a little overwhelming. You've come to the right place. 
Dramatis Persona has developed a unique lore section, not because the official World of Warcraft encyclopedia or WoW wiki are incomplete, just because sometimes they are too complete. So they go on and they give a link, which is the Dramatis Persona lore library, is to divide our lore information up into easy segments for beginning and intermediate lore students. Learn can only what you need to know, one bite-sized piece at a time, all information is on the side is taken directly from Blizzard sources. If you're interested in the hierarchy we use to determine priority when dealing with conflicting lore items, it's discussed on our message board. And they go on and they give links of beginning lore references, read pages, class pages, Azerothian calendar, then they go on to intermediate. And it looks like they're adding in big grudges come in small packages, the gnome and go goblin rivalry, and they're adding more. So the site's very active as well. Um, they even have an EverQuest lore archive, which I haven't seen yet. And then they go on on the info and they show their leaders and pictures of them, actually, which I haven't seen yet. And then their call sheet. And how you navigate that is you have to log in, I think, and it says who's playing, character roster, player roster, events list, server statistics, characters helpless, facts, and then the forums. And so they say currently online, and it'll say we currently have so-and-so actors on stage. So right now they say that we have six. And the players and characters that are listed in orange are their auditioners. And once again, that's somebody who's trying to get in, but not quite a part of their community yet. And it goes on, and it says performer, and it'll give the name, your character's name, your server, your race, your class, your level, and your location. And it even gives your time online. So it'll say how long that person's been online at the time. And moving on, their roster. Let's see. It's uh, showing 25 of 575, and that's 575 pages, looks like. So they're not small. They have a lot of people. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's great that they've made that a community as it is. I think it's really neat. I'm so glad I found the site. Their player roster is showing 25 of 100, so I'm not sure if this is the player's. Not quite sure. I think it's the players who are on there. Then they have their events list. Oh, look, my Shadow Labs group just dropped. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> um, they have their scene list. So they have, looks like a list of events. It's sort of like a calendar, so to speak, where they have the time, the date, and that sort of thing. Server statistics, that part's in beta right now. And it's not coming up. Of course, nothing ever comes up when we want it oh, to. Oh, here it goes. Oh, that's cool. So it shows, like, it shows the server, the characters, the users, and the play sessions, and the playtime. So Argent Dawn has 75 characters, 27 users, 1,365 play sessions, and total playtime and events. Blackwater Raiders has 13 characters, 7 users. Earth and Ring has 114 which I think is actually the most. Yeah, so this looks like a lot of the players are coming from Earth and Ring.
which is yay for me. You know, I haven't been on there a lot recently. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah, the but guilty I haven't gotten a lot of role play in the past couple weeks. But I'm giving it a I've shot. I've just been busy with real life overall. Yeah, then the real life stuff comes into play. But I will get in role play this week, I promise. <laughs> yeah. And let's see if I missed anything that was really important. Um go back to home. They have their forums. So let's look at that. So they have their very own forums? Yeah. Welcome, honored guests, to the Dramatis Persona message boards. You're facts. Have any questions? And you have to log in. I'm not sure if that's to see everything, because I'm not logged in yet. It has out of character, role playing World of Warcraft, Pacer and Madness, and other fanciful Dramatis Persona events. Discuss the game's mechanics, get to know everybody, other games, random babble, writing, in character, they have journals and letters, storytelling, and auction house. There goes my voice again. <laughs> um, let's look at their facts since I'm looking here. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm supposed to be the one with the cracking voice here. Yeah, I've been talking a lot. <laughs> I should rest my voice after this. I've been on vent for really late at night talking with friends in my guild. So it looks like their fact. It looks like it's more of a link to a forum page. And it actually has questions like, why can't I use a character's name for my username? Why why the introductions? What are the rules on that I can post? Who's in charge? Are you a guild? Can I join? Do you have chat channels? What's a paster? What servers are you on? So it has this big list of questions that people might ask. And the person goes through and writes a detailed response to every single question that she posted on there. And... Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much the basics of the site, and of course I will link this so you can guys all go check it out and go sign up and role play and get more immersed into the role play experience and meet more people. It's a great way just to meet people if nothing else on your server that I'm playing. Yeah, I think that people who are having a hard time in general just trying to find somebody to role play with. Like I just saw, okay, so Earthen Ring has 114 people on there. I probably haven't role played with all 114 since it's both Horde and Alliance side, but that's a good chunk of people who are just on that site. And of course, there's many, many role players who haven't discovered this site yet, who aren't on there yet. So when you're thinking that you can't find a good role play, you might want to go check there for ideas. And also, of course, the mods, that if you see somebody with a My Roleplay mod or Flag RSP, then you know that they're roleplayers. I love MRP and Flag RSP, too. They're very useful. But what I've noticed on Earthen Ring is that a lot of the good roleplayers, not saying that there's any bad ones, but a lot of the more mature, polite roleplayers have all got up and left. I know that there was one guild specifically on the server house, Emperor where their leader just left for another game, I think. And so those were some really good people to roleplay with, and they all just stopped coming on all of a sudden, and then there they all go. 
And then you walk into an inn now, and you see people where they're le low levels, for one thing, and they're not very precise <laughs> in their speaking. They're very rude, and it's just quite hard to find good role play in Silverman, so I'm having to move other places. Yeah. Unfortunately, every server has its downfall. Yeah. It's area with um, not so much short players, but hey, at least they're role-playing. Yeah, as long as, of course, you have to look for good role-play in certain places, in certain areas. And the role-play will get up and move, so get with the program. <laughs> and I think we're on to the lore section. Do you have something? Yes, I do. I am going to talk about Scenarian Circle, which, of course, is pre-BC, but very, very important. Um, the Scenarian Circle is an organization of Druids, both Torn and Night Elf, named after Scenarius. Its members are dedicated to protecting nature and restoring the damage done to it by malevolent forces. The Circle has many posts, but their main home is in Nighthaven in the Moonglade. Druids learn to teleport there at level 10, but otherwise you can't get there until you can go to Fellwood and find your way through the Timbermall Old Furblog Tunnels. The Circle's other major presence is in Silithus, where they combat... Uh, you know what, I'm not going to try to pronounce the names of the groups. Because <laughs> mostly because I'm going to really mess them. But Valor's Rest and Sonarian Hold serve as their bases in the hostile lands and offer many opportunities for quests and to gain reputation. Then, with the opening of the Dark Portal to Outlands, the Scenarian Circle dispatched in Expedition, which is a joint Night Elf, again, Night Elf Torin group. Much like the Circle itself, it is to explore the uncharted new world. Over time, the Scenarian Explorers grew more and became their own faction with Outland, which is, of course, the Scenarian Expedition faction. Is that the same thing as Moonglade? Yeah, that's all the people you see in Moonglade. Oh, uh, alright. And I think that's it. So yep, I move on to the it. contact information. Yep, you want to do it or you want me I to I can do it. do it. I think I remembered it this time. <laughs> Our site okay, is rptavern at blogspot.com. Our email address... Wait, yeah, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> rptavern.blogspot.com. For email, we are rptavern at gmail.com. You can also contact us at Skype. Our username is rptavern. You can leave us a message there. Feel free to email us any questions, suggestions, ideas. Leave us a comment on the blog. You can give us donations if you like us. There's a link to that on the blog as well. And our blog, of course, has everything, past shows, links to things that we talk about in the shows, pretty much everything. And we have a good reference section for people who want to get started. And we have links to all the role play forums for you guys, so just one easy click. <laughs> yep. And... We are open if you have ideas, suggestions, such as the skills I talked about today. They sent me an email, said this is who we are, this, and I just said, yeah, I'd love to learn more, and they all met up with me on vent so that we could talk. So I, I'm really open to doing stuff like that, too. 
So don't be scared. Don't be nervous. Feel free to contact us. We love answering questions. And emails. It depends. The really long ones, it takes me a little bit to respond to, but we get around to all of them. And is that it? All right. That's it. I'm yep. Dudley. Or so you're Demis. Okay, so that works. You know who we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See you. See you guys next week. <laughs>